Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is Sports Guy David here on the Thank Honest Fancy Football Friday with my co-host Lucas Reyes. How you doing? I'm doing cool. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. You ready for? You ready, my boogers? Because here we go. Oh my goodness! All right, here we go. Sleepers, you know what it is. Off the top, I got Aaron Rodgers. He's not on the starter list. That's insane. Maybe because he only threw for 161 yards. And zero touchdowns and one interception against our L.A. Chargers. Don't want to say L.A. Chargers again because that's my trigger word to crying. But <laughs> I think he has a chance to bounce back. The Panthers are seventh in the league. Um, they're, they're seventh in the league. Um, allow, uh, and and uh, passing yards allow at 227. And, but they do allow 166 yards on the ground per, per game. And that's the 26th in the lead. Um, the run game is going to be established. And I see A-Rod a just play action airing that bitch out. May, they might not even need. Aaron Rodgers for this game, but I think if he's going to get his shots up, I think he's going to be accurate. I think he's going to throw for at least 200 yards and maybe two touchdowns. He's going to air that bitch out. What do you think? Oh, I, I definitely love this too. I mean, you, you hit it right on the nose. That running game is going to be there, and if the running game is there like it has been all year for that Packers team, it has been a breeze for Rodgers, and I think they, this could be a high-scoring game. I, I need McCaffrey on the other side to do well too. <laughs> Speaking of breeze and McCaffrey, I got him on my team. Of course, nose, nose. Breeze finally returned to play last week, and he fucking looked better than before. He he threw for 373 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception over Arizona. Week 10, he's facing a softie again, an NFC South rival Falcons. The Falcons are 1-7. They're, 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 they have the same record as the Redskins and the Dolphins. I mean, I forgot about, I forgot about the Falcons. They're 23rd ranked in the passing D. Um, not, not much of a sleeper, but a starter for sure. If you have Drew Breeze, and the DraftKings, whatever, I think you should definitely start this guy. Yeah, I mean, he missed a few throws a little bit uh, in that Cardinal game. But a bye week and a whole week to prepare. Um, and I think it is a home game for them. Yeah, it is the home game for the Saints. I mean, this is adding up for just a monster game for Breeze. Yeah, the, the, I feel bad for the Falcons. Um, Matt Ryan's not there. He was the second. Uh, well, the, the, the Falcons are actually first in the league with passing, but the, Matt Ryan is – was second last year finishing um, in fantasy football. Uh, just the fact, like Julio Jones is there, but damn, like their team is just the team's well, they're one in seven, so you know, yeah. it's all bad. Moving on to the next guy, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, Jared Goff is currently ranked eight, 18th overall at his position via sleeper app. He's gonna go off. <laughs> he went back to back 20 fantasy football point games in week seven and week eight. He had an extra week to prepare for the Steelers. Due to the bye, I'm all in with golf. Cooper Cooper Cup is wide receiver, and we know who he could be. Robert Woods is still a weapon, and Josh Reynolds is replacing Cook's present. Josh Reynolds is a speedy slot guy. Love that guy. Regardless of Fitzpatrick, um, the, the new corner of the guy, I think he's like third in the league in interceptions with like six. And a top ten pass D. Don't sleep on golf. Um, don't sleep on him. I like, I like him. He's been getting heat all year. But I think this is a game where he finally, you know, you know, tells the critics like, "Hey, he's a fucking quarterback in the NFL." So I'm I'm with Goff on this one. Not a lot of people are are with Goff, but how about you? Are you with Goff? Yeah, I mean, I would I would categorize Goff and Dak Prescott in the same category of quarterbacks that just need to be on a roll and they just thrive off momentum. So if you take a look at his last two games, Goff has put 22 points and 25 points against the Bengals and the Falcons. So he's coming off a nice little hot streak, and then like you said, a bye. You have a lot to prepare. I don't even think Todd Gurley's going to do well. And it's been a passing show for these last few weeks for these Rams. 
and Goff has been able to show out, and he shouldn't have any problem. I like this against this Pittsburgh defense. They, you know what? People are kind of high on their defense, and you know what? They could garner some respect, but I think that this is the time a year where Sean McVay really turns it up too, and I, I like this pick. He'll, he'll post 20 again. Yeah, at least 20, maybe even 30. He has that capability. I don't like how people are just trashing him. He's not worth them. He got, just got paid paid this offseason, and people are saying he's not worth it. I think he is. He's the guy. He's handsome, too, and he's in Hollywood. Moving on. The MVP is on the sleeper list. That's insane. Russell Wilson. This dude is like me single, just a complete fucking animal. I mean, this guy is just <laughs> fucking posting one number one ranks in almost every passing category. This dude only has one interception all fucking season. Are you kidding me? One interception all season. Phillip Rivers has double digits. Don't mention Phillip Rivers, though. I did. Whoops. 378 yards, three touchdowns, and 0.0 interceptions in his last outing. NFC West rival with the number one defense. That's why he's on the sleeper list. I'm riding high on the 49ers. It's going to be a challenge, but I think it's a challenge he can't compete, complete, and it's just going to be a shootout. I think this is the game of the week. It's going to be Monday night. Russell Wilson. Um, bring Shakira, too. She's on my sleeper list, too. I love Russell Wilson. What do you think, Lucas? I love this man, too. I mean, I don't care if it is the number rank, number one ranked defense or whatever, okay? I already love this game, the Niners and Seahawks. And Russell Wilson is the MVP. And I don't think any team has been able to stop him. Any good team. And there's defenses that he's been able to feast on. Like you said, he protects the ball. He'll be able to post his own. There's not many better options at quarterback. It's going to be – I mean, they're dogs. He's a dog. It's going to be a tough matchup with the 49ers. I think it's a real challenge for both teams, the 49ers and the Seahawks. This is going to prove are the 49ers a legit team. And, this, and for the oh, Seahawks – And the Seahawks, are, are they're not a defense heavy. They're not the 12th man they used to be. Is are, Can they go offensive heavy instead of defensive heavy this year? So I think it's a big test, midseason test. And I think this could be a potential NFC uh, championship game. Well, you know what? With the way that Russell has been playing, just posting up these insane numbers, and then this week we don't know how he's going to look with Josh Gordon in that in that lineup. So that that's just a whole another weapon. I, I honestly think that Gordon's going to do well over there. I, I think that he's going to do better than he was as a Patriot. Is he uh, is he playing this week? Is, is that confirmed? Uh, I, I know he's eligible, and I'm pretty. Sh- I think that he is a good to go, um, but I think it's just his health is questionable. Yeah, but I think that. Yeah, he is questionable. He, I think that he might it might be just a game time decision. It's a Monday game, so that's just more time to rest. Yeah, so he had limited like, practice it's like another week. Yeah, he had limited practice today, and he'll make his se- season debut Monday night. Oh shit! Damn, Josh Gordon. <laughs> oh fuck! You better hide that weed, Seattle. I know that shit's legal up there. You better hide that shit. <laughs> well, oh, you know what? Fuck, it's gonna go off. <laughs> and you know what? With just Gordon there. I mean, like I said, you don't know how he's going to turn up. You don't know how he's going to fit in this offense. And it just might might be another boost. I really think of it as like the trade last year when I'm, when the Cowboys got Amari Cooper. We have no idea how big this and the potential for this offense could be. The ceiling just might even get higher. Yes. Oh, higher is the pun intended? He's no. going to get higher. <laughs> Goddamn. My last sleeper quarterback is the opponent for the Monday, uh, Monday night football game. Jimmy G, the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL, the 49ers. Who would have thought 
No one thought I have recorded record May May 13th. I said that the 49ers are going to make this, the Super Bowl playoffs. And people were saying I'm fucking Goodness. crazy. You I, said that? Yes. I, I knew this team was going to do it. They got they, This is before the draft. I knew they were going to get Nick Bosa. They have Richard Sherman. He's not washed up yet. Jimmy G, Tevin Coleman. I said McKinnon, but he got injured. But it doesn't matter. I was wearing a straight jacket when I said it because I am crazy. The nose knows, guys, my boogers. The nose knows, my boogers. This dude is going to go off. The 12th man is not what it used to be. They're up against the ranked 28th ranked Seattle team. In the past, the allowing 278 yards um, per uh, game through the air. It's going to be a shootout. They're just going to be fucking gun singing, catapulting shit all over the goddamn place. NFC championship game as well preview oh man that'd be amazing can't wait honestly this has been the hardest game for me to call i keep going back and forth with the niners and seahawks i wrote about the seahawks a little bit i thought oh the seahawks are gonna win then you talk about the niners i'm like oh it's 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 up in the air but you're right the seahawks passing defense has just been terrible all year they just got into a shootout with the bucks and that was in seattle now they're going to san francisco i mean that place should be rocking and I think that Jimmy G has been able to put it together these past few weeks, and he's looking nice. Yes. And I think that this is a big game for him. This is going to be his game that he has to step up and really look like he's going to be taking the heir to the the heir to the throne. I mean, it was the Brady tree with um, Jacoby Brissett and Garoppolo, and they're doing fine. And this is the biggest opportunity for one of Brady's backups to just look like he's taken over the league. I love this pick, and it's just an ex- as a football fan, this game is just exciting. For me, let's just get a pick in. I'm going to go with the 49ers because defense wins games, baby. Ooh. Who you got? I, Whenever I come to this decision, I always ask myself one question. If it's too close for me to call, I say, who has the better quarterback? Because at the end of the, end of the day, the league, this league is a quarterback's league. And the MVP, I have to go with Russell Wilson. All right. That's going to be awesome. Monday Night Football. I'm working. It's Labor Day. It's going to suck. I'm not going to be able to watch it. But I'll have my phone on full ringtone, and I will have every single update. I have like 16 apps with with sports, so my phone's going to be going off. I'm not even going to work. I'm just going to go in the bathroom while I'm crying because I'm depressed. (laughs) I'll watch the game. (laughs) Moving on to runner backs. Return of the Mac. Marlon Mack, dude. We picked on the Dolphins. Um, Just like we pick on Dolphins like SeaWorld. Fuck (laughs) them. The fans are one in seven. Miami's acronym is MIA because guess what? They're missing in action. Allowing a Burger King whopping 150 yards on the ground, 31st in the league. Return of the Mac, Marlon Mack, uh, uh, Khalil Mack, I don't know, another Mack. <laughs> Colts win. Marlon Mack is going to run over that ass. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. You don't have to say too much. The Colts already favor running the ball more than anything, and Miami is run gets ran all over more than anything. I love this pick. Yes. Um, sorry about the C-roll references. Um, I don't <laughs> take it back. Moving on to this next guy. I was contemplating all season with Steven. Shout out to Steven. Um, he, he sent his condolences after the Chargers lost to me. He's a Giants fan, so he knows. Um, all offseason, if I should draft this dude, Cody, um, shout out to Cody Tums. He has the starter list. We'll go to next. He has the other guy that I'm going to talk about on his list. And I got my guy on this list. I don't know why I'm hiding this so long. Kareem Hunt. I believe Kareem Hunt will cut Chubb's touches in half, at least by half. 
I think he have he has the same production as Melvin Gordon coming back from the holdout. Um, slow. Hunt has a league leading in rushing and kicking skills. Oh shit, my bad. Just running skills. He has the potential to break one off just based off his raw talent. It's a risk, but if you if you, if you're playing fantasy football, you're risking it. You know, it's like dating me. It's a risk. So, what do you think about Kareem Hunt? <laughs> Man, this is a tough one for sure. I'm not even know. I don't even know what his health is status wise. I mean, I bet it's good, but I meant I meant to say um, his stamina, like endurance. Is he is he game ready? Because when Gordon was plugged in there, he was not ready to be hit. Uh, he was he was fumbling the ball. He had issues, and we just have to wonder if he is ready. But you know what? Like you said, it is all about risks. And I think I might be down for this one. I mean, Buffalo looks like they've kind of slowed down defensively. And against the rush, they gave, they give up over 100 yards on the ground and uh, give up a touchdown on the ground at least one every single game. I think that the, just the talent alone, you might just have to go with Kareem Hunt. This is a fun sleeper pick. I, and I drafted him in our league, and I, I just think I might start him. Yeah, I mean, he, he Kitchen says... Let me get his quote because I don't want people to be like, oh, he didn't say that. Nick is about one thing and one thing only. That's winning. I don't think either one, those two are selfish at all. So with that, that's sugarcoating that Kareem Hunt might even get the start and Chubb is just going to chill. Chubb is a great. I love Chubbers. Um, we're going to talk about him a little later. But that just means I, what, I, what I hear is Kareem Hunt might even be the start just based off his raw talent. They took a risk on him. They only paid him a million dollars. Um, due to all his offseason antics and, um, uh, you, you know, all that. We, we don't have to get into that. I thought he got signed as a kicker. He didn't. He got signed as a runner back. But Kareem Hunt is an exciting pick. And if you play him, I think you have a chance to win. Moving on. David Montgomery, dude. David Mont. I like I like saying Mont. Had his first back-to-back 20-plus fantasy football game this season. In nice. His, and in his young career. There is no hiding that the Bears' offense is inconsistent, but something can be guaranteed is David's amount work and usage. Coach Nagley finally decided, you know what, I should probably use my rookie. Fucking uh, <laughs> like nine weeks in, he's a fucking great guy. The Lions give up 100 yards from scrimmage per game from opposing runner backs and also 20-plus fancy football points to runner backs since week six. He's going to have a career game. Boy, what do you think about David Montgomery? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree, too. I mean, you, you're reading it. It's just another situation where they give up another hundred on the ground and more than one touchdown on the ground. You don't you don't play with Trubisky. I mean, this man he he should not be on your team anymore. He's on my sitters list, and he'll just be on there for the rest of the year. But <laughs> but Montgomery, this is shaping up to be a huge game. I love it. And he also catches at least. It looks like for the last three games, he at least caught three balls. For um and and last week had 36 yards, averaging nine yards per catch. He's also getting in the the catching game. Uh, PPR leagues, he's definitely a good to go. Moving on to another rookie, he's always on one of the list. One of he, this dude's always on the list. Devin Singletary. Devin has five was five yards shy from cracking 100 yards, averaging 4.8 yards per carry and one touchdown last week against the Redskins. I told y'all this this week I could see the same type of game against a very poor rush defense allowing 140 yards per game, which is ranked 30th. Singletary should have at least 75 yards and a touchdown or even two. You said it last week. Um, you said it again this week. Oh yeah, I I, I repeat it again too. Cleveland is just a mess, and I love this pick. I don't think Josh Allen has been playing that well lately, 
and Devin Singletary is the guy that they're going to look for just to alleviate the pressure off Allen, get him back to feeling good. So, yeah, this is good. I love that dude. He got one of the best running backs in the game as his mentor, Frank Gore. Um, If you told me five years ago he's still playing, or 50, if you told me 20 years ago this dude's still playing, I would have been like, you're out of your goddamn mind. He just, just, I think he's sixth in the league now, all-time in rushing yards. He's one of the greatest. He was a 49er. He was, Put some uh, respect on his name. I forgot. He was on so much teams. He was a 49er. What else was he? He was a uh... – oh, my you know gosh. It's hard to remember. I just always picture him as a Niner. I think he was a Colt at one point um, in his career. We could was just look Colt? that up. Yeah, Frank Gore's career. Miami, Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. So he was with Buffalo, Miami, Colts, and then San Francisco. That's where he started. Okay, he started in San Francisco, went to Indy, and then Miami for a year. Okay, yeah, he's been – he only been on 14. I, I could have sworn it was more. But this guy is just a walking record. So, uh, move, moving on to the next guy, Ronald Jones, the second or junior. Ronald Jones got the nod for the starting job in Tampa Bay backfield and took advantage of it. He surpassed 15-plus fantasy football points since week four against the L.A. Rams the notorious best defense in the league, joins to have the same results against the Carolinas D that allows a total of 407 yards per game, ranked 30th in the league. So uh, uh, the Cardinals' defense is not great. I think Ronald Jones is going to get it on the ground. This is also going to be a shootout. Winston, he doesn't give a fuck who he's throwing it to. He's going to throw 16 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. He doesn't give a hell. What do you think about Ronald Jones in second? Yeah, I like this pick, too. Um, just that defense is bad. He get picked on. But like you said, it could be a shootout. And that's one of the things that I, I like to look at just because I know that just somehow, sometimes the game just doesn't go your way, the team's way, and they have to just look through the air. And this is one where I wrote about that I really like Jameis Winston to go off this game. He went off last week, was going stride for stride with, with the Seahawks. And who's to say that he can't do it with the Cardinals? And maybe it's just one of those things that Ronald Jones might get taken out earlier. But they will like to get him involved. And I think that's enough for me to get him a start. And he has a big boom opportunity. You don't know what his ceiling could be this week. I love it. Moving on to the wide receivers. I got a guy you probably never even heard of, but I've been my, I kept my eye on this guy. I really thought the other rookie was going to be great in Indy. But um, it looks like Zach Pascal. Um, Pascal has shown he could be a legit wide receiver, too, in the Colts um, this season. Week 7, he broke out with 106 yards, two touchdowns. And last week, he had 76 yards and one touchdown. With T.Y. Hilton out with injury, I see Pascal getting all the wide receiver one looks. I think he's going to step up. He's fast. He's talented. He's young. And um, even if uh, Smokey Brisket doesn't play, I think um, whoever's at quarterback, they're going to get it to this guy. This is my, uh, my favorite pick that you picked. Um, and everyone knows about it. It's 38% per, 38% boost this week of you guys adding him to your roster on the ESPN app. He's only in 40% of people's leagues, though. It's still a good chance he's out there. I would say definitely take a, take a chance on this guy, and you can't go wrong against this Miami team. Yeah, Miami. We're kind of picking on Miami. Um, just call me SeaWorld like I said it. Um, watch the documentary Blackfish. But this, this is um, – <laughs> You got you to gotta play anyone that's versus the Dolphins, unless you're the Redskins a couple weeks ago. Moving on to the next um, the next guy, Stephon Diggs. Dude, Diggs went off a couple weeks for three straight games, 140-plus uh, games in the span of week six to week eight. With Adam Thielen out, he has a potential for another 140-plus game. 
I know he's up against the, the top eight pass D. Diggs is going to dig into that cow bum D. Cow bums, bro. Diggs, I mean, you've seen him do the minutes. Oh, that, what did I get the wrong team? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I looked at the wrong one. Yeah, Cowboys, you're right. The Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. The only thing the Cowboys have better than anyone in the league are the cheerleaders, all right, and maybe their <laughs> stadium. But Safan Diggs has that big play potential. You've seen the Minnesota Miracle, 140 yards for three straight weeks. Adam Thielen's out. Kirk Cousin doesn't get respect. Dalvin Cook is going to run down their throat. It's going to be a shooter. I think this is I, – I know damn well the Vikings are underdogs. I'm taking the Vikings over the Cowboys. Plus, I hate every single Cowboy fan I know. Um, Daniel, I hope you're listening because they're going to torture you guys. Vikings, Stephon Diggs, dude. What do you think about that? Man, I love it too. Like you said it because I had Thielen on one of my leagues and I have Diggs in another one. And it was a Thielen show in the beginning of the year, but now with him out, it's been Diggs stepping up big. And he had a terrible game last week against Kansas City. But you know what? I don't, I don't trust this Cowboys defense at all to slow him down. Um, like you said, the ranked, whatever, eighth in passing defense, that doesn't matter to me. I think that they, there's holes there that can't be explained in, with just statistics. And they, they don't get interceptions. Uh, they're 26th in the league in getting their interception break. And then they're middle of the pack, literally, in sacks, 16th best in their sack percentage. I think that's enough for Kirk Cousins. That's enough for him to work with to get to Diggs. And Diggs is that guy. He's going to eat. I love it. And the dialogue is going to be when, when Kirk Cousins goes off for 350, three touchdowns, no interceptions this week, people are going to be like, oh, my God, Kirk Cousins, totally worth the money. And then next week he's going to throw for 150, a touchdown and two interceptions. Why the fuck you spend any million dollars on him? Blah, 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 blah. This dude is my guy. I've been, it's like a roller coaster with this guy, and we're front row. Um, I loved, I hate, dude, last year, if you knew me last year, I fucking hated this guy. Offseason, um, yeah, I slid in the DMs and I apologized. And then now I'm all <laughs> over the place with him. So moving on to the next guy, Christian Kirk had a very quiet outing last week. He only had two, two uh, catches for eight yards. He yet to catch a touchdown this, this season, but maybe that's due to the fact he has been injured for three weeks or earlier this season. We have, we have seen what Kirk can do, and he, he can have his breakout game. Um, Tampa Bay has the worst, literally the worst, just like last year, past the allowing um, 293 yards per game. Um, Kyle Murray, I think, is going to have a career game. He's somewhere, I think he's on the starter list. Shout out to Cody for that one. Uh, this dude might be 5'8", but you know who else is 5'8", or 5'9"? Russell Wilson. This dude is mobile. He's going to get the ball out to Larry Fitzgerald. And he, uh, it's going to be... It's going to be a great – that's oh, this game's going to be so good. This is another and, good pick. You hit and, right I, and Chris uh, Christian Kirk, I think, is going to – I think he's going to have a good game and get his first uh, season touchdown um, Sunday. I mean, I like this pick too. Uh, there's You can't really go wrong. The matchup is right there. Uh, maybe Larry Fitz and him have a huge one together. Uh, but you can't really go wrong. This is just a game that you have to start him because of the opportunity and the potential. You don't have too much to work with on the sample size, but – this is good enough for me. Yeah, um, if in DraftKings, I know this guy's cheap. If you even want to go to Andy Isabella, he had a huge 89-yard touchdown. Um, rookie, I, I praised on him in the offseason. Larry Fitzgerald, I know, is has to be cheap. At least get a, get a Cardinal wide receiver on your team this week. Tampa Bay is fucking terrible. Yeah, I take a chance I, on I, someone. Terrible. They were terrible last year. They didn't do nothing to help it. This year, they're also terrible. If they don't go cornerback heavy in, in the draft, 
Um, whoever's in charge of the draft should get fired. They're, they, I don't know how the hell they're even – okay, I'm done ranting. Um, <laughs> number four sleeper wide receiver I got, Emmanuel Sanders, dude. Love it. This, this guy's new player on his team – Joined in the 49ers year. In those two games, he racked up 137 yards, two touchdowns. And I believe the first drive as a 49er, he did get a touchdown. Um, dude, this Niner, I said I like Jimmy G. He's going to fly high against the Seahawks. They're both going to be a shootout. I think Emmanuel Sanders has a big play potential. He's very, he doesn't drop much. And um, if, if I got to pick the leading receiver on the 49ers, it's going to be Emmanuel Sanders. He, he stepped into that wide receiver one role. We still got um, Dante Pettis. Um, heard the rookie heard, I think is coming back. So I think he's going to have more options. Emmanuel Sanders, dude, is a big play guy. He reminds me of like a Deshaun Jackson or like a, like a Tyler Lockett. I like this guy. Speedy dude still got it. I love the 49ers trading for him. They needed a wide receiver. What they do, they got one. The Chargers in the offensive line, they still haven't got one. I'm going to cry. Emmanuel Sanders, what do you think? I love it too. This man has been in the league. Could you, could you guess when? Uh, because he was a Bronco, uh, at least 10 years, maybe. I mean, he, yeah, he, he has been in the league since 2010, but how it doesn't even oh. look like he's, he's lost a step. And this man, he's just fit perfectly into this Niners team. This was a winning trade, a winning pickup, uh, a Super Bowl championship winning pickup. This is a great pick. I love it. I don't have to elaborate. You hit everything on the nose. The nose, the nose, nose, my boogers moving on to the last receiver. Um, I was going to have Josh Gordon. We already talked about him. So I got DJ Moore. DJ Moore had a season high of 101 yards last week against Tennessee. Kyle Allen is still the quarterback. Cam won't return this year. But as a wide receiver one, he's up against the 21st ranked pass, the allowing 255 yards per game. Green Bay's defense has been slacking as of late. They've seen it. I uh, have a bunch of Packer fans, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? They invest all this money in defense. It looked good first half, second half, not so much. I think the Panthers can take advantage of that. Oh, man. You were almost 100% with me, brother. You almost, almost had every single – yeah, but this one I don't agree. Oh. I don't, I don't, I don't like the way that um, Kyle Allen has been playing lately. It just looks, it just, it just looks bad. I mean, he, he was destroyed by this Niners defense a few weeks ago. Had an okay game, a solid game against Tennessee. But you know what? Even though Green Bay's defense has been breaking down, I think that I think that they're going to be fine. I think that they're going to bounce back. They're going to have a huge game. I there's the, there's some franchises that you look at and say, you know what? The, the, they don't skid when they're doing well, and the Packers are not a team that skids. This is only their second loss that they suffered last week. They'll bounce back. It's kind of like the Patriots. You don't win two in a row against them. They don't drop two in a row. And I don't think this is a game for uh, Kyle Allen to do well. Or his receivers. I think this is just a McCaffrey show. The Carolina McCaffreys, again, we'll say it. And it's because that the way that Green Bay is terrible against the run. They give up nearly 4.7 yards per rush, over 127 yards on the ground, and a touchdown per game. This is enough for me to say it's enough to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field like the Chargers did. And it will just help them. I don't, I don't, like, uh, I don't like it at all. I'm sorry. You're, you're fired. Just kidding. There's disagreement. The nose knows. I'm always right no matter what. I'm 100% right on every single week. If not, go back, dude. 100%. I'm 101% right all the time. Lucas, you're going crazy. Moving on to the starters. Cody Toms, you cannot be here. But I got his picks here, and I'm loving them. He sent me them this morning, 
and my my stomach is growling because like I'm hungry for these picks and I'm just full because they're so great. Here we go. Starters, quote, Patrick Mahomes. The 2018-2019 NFL MVP is coming back from a dislocating his knee cap after only missing two games. I don't think Mahomes will be able to repeat the MVP this year because of his injury, but what I do think is Mahomes will throw for at least 300 yards, four touchdowns against the Tennessee Titans. Damn. Start him with confidence and expect the same old rocking Mahomes. 3-2-1, liftoff. You think Mahomes is going to crash or you think he's going to ball out? Because the injuries are concerned. It's it's two weeks. It is a concern. Yeah. Two it, weeks. Goddamn. It's crazy. I mean, shout out to modern medicine and science for progressing all this stuff. But Tennessee has been solid um, all around on defense. You can't really do too much. But I just think that the Chiefs are just – no one's been able to stop them and figure it out. And, yeah, if Matt Moore can do it, he's not as mobile as Mahomes. So I don't think Mahomes is really – has to do too much to to win this game and post those great numbers. I, I like it. I, I'm not a like a medical professional, but two weeks after your knee gets popped out of your socket, I don't know if that's that's healthy. I don't know if that's good. Maybe I should try it. I'm gonna dislocate my knee right now and see how long I can go. <laughs> if I could go two weeks, then okay, I agree with him. Moving on to a guy we mentioned um, earlier. Jameis Winston, quote, Winston might not be the most popular name to start, but with a mouth-watering matchup against the Arizona Cardinals, who are you giving up the third most fancy points at the position? You have to start him. Winston has two great receivers in Evans and Godwin, which means he could easily go for 303 touchdowns in what should be a shootout, but I do expect this his normal one-touchdown-to-two-interception ratio. But, yeah, like, I, I, like we said earlier, End quote. We we like we said um, earlier. This dude just gonna fucking gunsling. He's a catapult. You like this pick as a start? Oh yeah, I definitely do. I mean, he feasted on Seattle. He feasted against Tennessee, um, against the Rams and the Giants. He just does really well against bad defenses, and this is another bad defense. Don't go wrong with it. Yes. Moving on to the next guy, his opponent, Kyle Murray. Quote: Kyle Murray has shown flashes of why he has the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. On this year, he only has. He only has 11 touchdowns, 9 passing, 2 rushing. I expect him to add all the tolls a lot this game with a shootout with uh, above-mentioned James Winston. We mentioned this as well. Not, we don't want to need to get too much into it. I think we're going to be a shootout. Kyle Murray's going to have a career game. Winston is going to have another 400-yard game, 20 interceptions, and 2 touchdowns, whatever. Um, this dude throws more interceptions than I had girlfriends in two years. So, um, I like it. I like that one. Great. I like it. I like it, too. I mean... The only reason why we've been able to agree so much is because the matchups this week on fantasy have been really easy to pick. I mean, there's yeah. just so there's just so many good shootouts and and big advantages. So this is another one of those that you just have to agree. The whole team is on board with this one. Awesome. Moving on to the next guy. Last week, or Lamar Jackson, quote, last week, Lamar Jackson entered the MVP race and right, rightfully so, taking down the almighty Patriots. And now Jackson plays the the winless Bengals. Could this be a trap game? Absolutely coming off what arguably the best win of his young career. But I don't see it happening. Um, Jackson will run for at least 100 yards and throw for 200 more. The fantasy points are right there. Yeah, I end quote. I feel bad because I didn't think Lamar Jackson was going to evolve as a passer, and which he did this year. And he's also dangerous on the ground. I did not pick him up in fantasy. I had the opportunity to, and I picked up fucking Matt Ryan. God damn it. Um, my quarterback situation, I got 
let's just get I got Jacoby Brissett. I had Philip Rivers at one point, Matt Ryan. I had Minshew. I had uh, Josh Allen. I had Sam Darnold. Uh, my quarterback Just a revolving door. Yeah, yes, I know. It's a re- it's more like a revolving gun. I'm pointing to myself. But it's all bad. What do you think about Lamar Jackson? This dude, this dude, this kid is a baller. The Bengals give up 5.1 oh. yards oh, per rush. Time, a five-point something on a oh, – a- Opponents ugh. rush 34 times oh, fuck. per game, and oh. they give up, a hundred on average, 177 yards on the ground. That's all the worst in the league. Oh. Lamar is going to have a crazy game. I love it. I fuck, love it. That just hurt my heart, dude. I'm 24, and I got a heart attack from that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Moving on to the next guy. I didn't even know this dude played anymore. Quote, Jacoby or Smokey Brisket. That's what I like to call him. Or and or slash Brian Hoyer. Whoever gets the start against the Miami (laughs) Dolphins should be. It should be Brissett or Hoyer or or Hoyer. Damn, that's a tongue twister. You need to start this week. Hoyer. Came in and threw for three touchdowns last week and could be viable stream option this week. But if Smokey Brissett starts, um, starts my mouth is watering with this matchup. Br- uh, Smokey Bris- Brisket goes for 350, three touchdowns this week if he plays. Damn, he's putting up bold predictions. Cody, I love it. End quote. What do you think about this? Brian, I fucking forgot Brian Hoare was your oh, quarterback. Man. Oh, my God. I, I, I am split. I, I say if you have Brissett, you could start him. But if you have Hoare, don't start him. And Brissett is still a maybe in my mind because I think game Mac time is just, decision. Yeah, because Mac is just well, not not for that. I'm saying maybe to start him in my lineup because oh. Mac is poised to have a huge game. I think Mac, you can't go wrong with Marlon Mac, and we talked about it. And I, you, I was thoroughly on board with that. I have doubts with this because I don't think that there is going to be a need to pass the ball. And Brian Hoyer came in last week and he looked good. There's there's no doubt about it. He did what his job was, but I don't think that there is a need for anyone. Um, for, to move the ball through the air. And if he, Hoyer does start, they're not going to look for him immediately. It's going to be a last uh, resort, so I don't think so. The only way I'll play Brian Hoyer, I love this pick, Cody, by the way. Uh, the only way I would play Hoyer, if I wanted to go heavy on runner back and wide receiver and DraftKings, and Brian Hoyer does play, because it's a game-tied decision, so you got to fucking That's a good refleshing one. your shit. So go low, Brian Hoyer, and get McCaffrey, get uh, fucking... We'll talk about other guys you should get, uh, like Tyree Kill. We're gonna talk about or maybe the rest of the list. Bucks. Yeah, the rest of the list. But just sleep on Kyle Hoyer for a little bit. Make sure if he does get to start, boom, plug him in. I know he's not gonna be more than what four thousand on DraftKings, maybe even less than that, because you know DraftKings are kind of like all over the place with the prices. But um, this is a this is an interesting pick because if he does play, last time I see him, he was in a Browns jersey. Was he a Brown? I, yeah. yeah, he was a Brown. He was a Brown. He's part of the, the, the miserable 15, like with the oldest quarterbacks. He was one of them. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, moving on to runner backs. Quote, Shanquan, my, my thighs are bigger than your whole body, Barkley. It's coming off his worst game of the season with only 28 rushing yards. He did salvage the game with a 65-yard catch and run. In the second half to the uh, of the game, but Barkley is due for a huge game, and it comes this week against the Jets. Now, should you even question starting Barkley? Absolutely not. But this week um, won't be like last. I promise you that. Cody gave you a promise, dude. He pinky promised you <laughs> that Barkley will have a game. So if not, you better attack Cody. Because if not, I will. I'm attacking Cody. Barkley gonna have a good game, Lucas. 
yeah, he definitely is going to have a good game. I think there's enough there for Barkley to just get his touches. And this man, he does not go down. I mean, it is insane. And the fact that he only had 28 yards on the ground and was able to post 15 is enough for me to start him for the rest of the way. Yeah, Barkley, I mean, this dude's thighs are bigger than me and Lucas combined. Um, this legs just keep on going. Moving on to the next guy. This guy was my MVP last year. I slept on him this year because McCaffrey before him, Alvin Kamara. Kamara's coming back from injury that sidelined him for two games and three weeks with a bye week. Uh, and Latavius Murray took full advantage of his injury. But do you think that the Saints are going to go away from their star running back? No. He had an explanation mark. That's why I yelled it. I don't think so. Kamara will get his 20 touches and turn him into fantasy gold. Start Kamara and welcome him back into your lineup. What do you think about this? You think he's gonna come back booming? I think so. Um, maybe they'll ease him in. This is nothing that we can control, but the opportunity and potential is there. I think that it's enough of a good risk and reward to pay it out. And we already said it, they're playing the Falcons in the dome. It's it's a wrap. It's a wrap like Christmas presents. Moving on to the next guy. I say you should start Kareem Hunt. He's a big sleeper. Cody says you should start Nick Chubb. With Chubb. You will have his running mate back with Kareem Hutt coming back from suspension. This is Chubb's backfield, and everyone knows it. Ooh, I don't. Now Hunt will take some touches away from Chubb, but Chubb will get the goal line work and early down carries as Hunt are the better receiver out of the two. Chubb will finish with two touchdowns, and that's enough to earn him a spot in the lineup. Now, I definitely got to go to you to this because you have Kareem Hunt. Cody's and- pretty convincing. And you have Nick Chubb. It's, it's convincing as hell. Maybe play both of them if you have them. Fuck I am it. playing both of them, actually. I'm having Chubb as my RB2 and then Hunt as my flex. And I have no problem with that. I have no problem starting both of them, actually. And if you guys ha- happen to have the blessing that I do, having both, I think that you should. Because I don't think this team, the Browns team, can move through the air. It's always been through the ground and using the running backs and out of the backfield. I mean, if they would, were throwing well through the air, it'd be OBJ all over the place. But no, it's not. And Buffalo has been, you know, giving up over 100 yards on the ground and a touchdown per game. I think having that dual threat, it's a one-two. And they're both different types of running backs. Chubb is more of, I think, more of a power back a little bit than than Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is more of that elusive, fast guy that's just fast-paced. I think that it's a one-two punch. It, they're basically what Hunter – or not Hunter Henry. They're basically what Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon kind of want to be. But I think that the Browns might be executing it better and this is a big opportunity two questions one the first question if you can only start one not a lot of people have both of them if you can only start one who would you choose to start tell tell my boogers who would you start i think i would go with nick chubb just because he's been there all year and i think that if they do get down in this game they're going to go with familiar familiarity they're going i think that's what teams do they're going to look to what what has been working more all year? You can't just expect someone to plug in, and if the outcome is bad and they fall behind, they're obviously going to make adjustments. And I think that's exactly what happened with the Chargers when Melvin Gordon got plugged in and they were doing terrible. They would plug in Eckler when they were behind, and I think that's what that would would happen. Second question: Now that now that Cream Hunt's back, he's more of a PPR god. He could catch the ball. Would this help the Browns' offense come back? Baker Mayfield's been struggling. OBJ is fucking frustrated, crying on the sideline. So you think Kareem Hunt's going to turn the season around for them? Maybe not playoff contention, but definitely get some wins for them? Is is he that impactful? Oh, definitely. I think when you could look at 
the way that any other running backs have stepped in. I think, I mean, you look at Kenyon Drake, when he went to the Cardinals, he immediately gave him a big boost. And I think that, I think that Kareem Hunt is a better player than Drake and their talent enough that when you put talent on a team, they should, they should play better. It, it will work eventually. And I think that he, he is that type of player that can turn seasons around or th- not, maybe not playoffs, but win games for sure. You can't forget Kareem Hunt was the number one runner back last year. This dude, my friend, uh, shit, uh, Derek, me, let me just go a little story time. Me, Derek and Tim would, and yeah, me, Derek and Tim, we used to play Madden and we had our own franchise and one of my friends was a cheap fan and he had Kareem Hunt. And every time I faced him, I wanted to kill myself. Kareem Hunt is a <laughs> cheat code. This dude is just nuts. I know he's not there discipline-wise, but he got the talent. Like, this dude is one of the best. People are forgetting how great this is. And I know he's the one of the greatest because we're in the same – he used to be in the same division as a Charger fan. I'm crying. Uh, this dude, I remember this first ever touch was a fumble. After that, I think it was a touchdown. Uh, this guy is just a monster. Yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah. He he fumbled the first time. I made fun of him, and then um, it blew up in my face. So, moving on to the next guy. We If we talk too much about the Browns, my, my you know, uh, we start turning into pieces of poop. So, <laughs> next guy. Aaron Jones has a history of doing this. He blows up and then comes back next week with an absolutely horrible game. But everyone, everyone had a horrible game against the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, I'm crying. Jones will bounce back this week, and while well, he won't blow up again, but he will have 100 yard rushings and a touchdown. So those are just facts. Those are just facts. I think. What do you think? I like Jones, and I also have um, his counterpart in the backfield, Jamal Williams, and they've been actually really solid together. But I don't know if Jamal Williams is starting to take. I mean, do you think Jamal is going to start taking some touches away from Aaron Jones? Because I feel like he's a little bit more consistent. I didn't really like this backfield coming in. I didn't want to draft two. Aaron Jones is, is like a, I think he's a top 10 running back right now because of that big old like four-game touchdown um, game he had a couple weeks ago. But I don't like this backfield. It's real inconsistent, both of them. You know, like one will have a game, one won't. Uh, they will both have a good game. It's real inconsistent. It almost looks like committee, almost split, 50-50. But, uh, I mean, if I had to go with one, I would go with Aaron Jones. If really? I had to go with one in this in this case. um. Yeah, it's just it's a tough, you know. It's, it's like the 49ers backfield, which we'll talk about when it comes to your list. But uh, it's a little weird. I don't know. I, but I do agree with Aaron Jones' start. Uh, I, will, I will sit Jamal Williams in this case. Oh wow, okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I think that for this game for sure, I would say so. Carolina is giving up 5.1 yards on the ground per rush, and oh, over 133 yards per game. And uh, 1.8 touchdowns on the ground, rushing touchdowns. That's the worst in the league. Um, that's enough for me to say yes to this. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to the last running back on the starters list, Chris Carson. When I'm wrong, I'll admit it. I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. And with Carson, I was dead wrong. I thought this would be Penny's backfield this time of the year. Carson has everything you need for a three-down back. He has fixed his family issues. Carson is going to up against the league's best defense in San Francisco, but that won't stop him. They won't stop me from starting him. Carson will once again come through with 90 yards and two touchdowns. I think he asked Chris Carson. This is this sounds real biased. I think he asked Chris Carson. Cody, you have Chris Carson. I think you have Chris Carson. I think he traded for Chris Carson. Carson, 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 Chargers plays in Carson. I'm trying. I'm crying. Chris Carson or no? Well, you you like this one? I know. I think you you're against this one, right? 
I am against this one. I, I I'm looking at the stats though, and it's it's respectable, you know, that he could have a good game. The four point seven yards per rush and hundred two yards on the ground that San Francisco gives up. But they don't they average only point four t- rushing touchdowns a game they give up. So that's less than one. And that's just tough for me. I think that they're just so stingy in the way that they've been playing lately. It's just been a turnoff for me to start Chris Carson. I think that he's my sit for this week. You heard it first. It's like it's like ex- ex-girlfriends. A turnoff. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Chris Carson. You're not going to have a good game. I think I, I'm pretty sure he has Chris Carson. He came to me one time and asked me about Chris Carson. So I think that's why. Moving on to wide receivers here. Chugging along here. Chris Godwin, the last two weeks for Godwin has been pretty bad after coming off the start of the season. Absolutely on fire. Get the firing signature. And a shootout with the Cardinals should be the best way to fix that problem. While his running mate, Evans, will likely be, be shadowed by Patrick Peterson. That leaves Godwin, the, the cornerback, too. And that, that, makes, that means a lot of targets coming for Godwin as a wide receiver won this week. I we we we've been talking about this game for a while now. Um, I'm just gonna say, you disagree or agree? Yeah, I uh, I definitely agree. Um, it's just weird because it's either him or Mike Evans that goes off, but I think it's been a little bit more of Chris Godwin this whole more consistent. I like it. Awesome possum. Moving on to the next guy who I accuse you having and I heckled you, has harassed <laughs> you for about like six weeks, but found out that you don't have him. <laughs> Cooper Cup has uh has anyone has anyone been more impressive than Cup this year coming back from injury and picking right back up where he left off last year. Cup is having an absolutely great year and he's the favorite target of Jared Goff and stays and that stays the same. Coop catches 10 for 122 touchdowns in a game for the Rams an absolute need. Yeah, I love Cooper Cup. I mean, I'm going to totally agree. I think Josh Reynolds um if you're looking for a wide receiver for, for the Rams because I said play uh, Goff, you should definitely look at Josh Reynolds. That dude is a stud as well, and he's probably way cheaper than Cooper Cup. What do you think? Yeah, I have Cup in one of in my other league, not the one that we're both in. But yeah, he's been my MVP. He's my star guy. I love this guy. Um, I think he'll feast. Uh, he played the Bengals uh, two weeks ago, and they had two twenty and a touchdown. Another AFC opponent um, in the Steelers, who are kind of respectable, but. I think, like I said, we said earlier, we like Goff, and I, he's going to go to his main guy, Cuppy. Yeah, his his little security blankie and Cooper Cuppy. Moving on to this next guy, I I um I just don't like this guy as well. I hate him. Uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, we're AFC West guys, so this is why we hate him. Tyrell Tyrell gets his rocket back with Mahomes. Just just send Tyreek running down the field, and you know how fast this guy is. See last week where he was chasing down Williams on the touchdown. LOL. And Mahomes loves Hill. If I'm saying start Mahomes, you know I'm going to say start Hill, who will still uh, salvage good games while having Matt Moore as a quarterback. He doesn't need a lot of catches. I think he gets four or five, but turns them into 100 100 yards and a long touchdown. Yeah, Tyreek Hill pulls a groin every single fucking – he pulls a hamstring and a groin every single time he runs. This dude is too fast for himself. Um, He's going to race the cheetah, and he's going to win. Tyreek Hill is just a monster. Yeah, he's just looked so dominant coming in. I mean, his first game against the Texans, I was appalled to see him get those jump balls. He's a physical guy despite his lack of size. And it is just amazing to see how he's come in and not missed a step. I love it. 
He's like the kid in PE that wins at every sport. You're like, God damn, he's in track and field, <laughs> football, really soccer. Cool. He's just fucking all over the place. He's that guy. Uh, moving on to the next guy. Um, I know he has this guy on his fantasy, so this might be biased. Cody, you're the man. While coming back from injury, Adams showed no effect of while um, it while drawing a team-high 11 targets last week in a game the Packers wish they could forget. Any wide receiver one has Aaron Rodgers as his, as his quarterback willing always – I'm willing to always start because Rodgers is a bad man. Adams is coming with 80 yards receiving and a touchdown. Guaranteed. That's a Cody guarantee. You think Adams is going to have a bounce back game? I think he needs to have this bounce back game. I mean, he was okay. He he wasn't really a factor, though, last weekend. But we do like Aaron Rodgers, and I think that he is going to go to Devontae because he needs to get Devontae going, and this is a defense to do it that doesn't really do too much. 227 Passing yards, they at least allow per game, and a moderate completion percentage. If they don't get to the quarterback, then they won't have a tough time. So, yeah, um, I said um, Aaron Rodgers is a sleeper, so I'm definitely going to go with at least one of his wide receivers, and Devontae Adams is one of the best. Moving on to the last guy. Wow, talk about a game where you want to forget about Robinson, Allen Robinson, that is, had one catch for six yards against arguably the worst corners in the NFL from Philly. Oh, he's a Philly fan, so that's how you know. That's how you know it's re- these are facts because he's a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle fan, so he knows. Now it hasn't. Um, now it wasn't Robinson's fault. He has Trubisky as a quarterback. I actually feel sorry for him and having Trubisky and Blake Bortles as his quarterback in his career, but Robinson is still on pace for a great season and bounces back this week against the Lions in what could be a shootout, hopefully. Trubisky can throw it up there for him. Fuck it. He, Allen Robinson is there. Fuck it. And just throw it up. Allen Robinson. I like this guy. Um, it's just I feel bad for him, too. His quarterback history is terrible. But what do you think about Allen Robinson? Um, I'm sorry. I don't I don't like it. I, I think that he had a nice um, – is, is having a nice year. I mean, it's respectable. But I don't think that he can do too much. You can only do as much, as good as your quarterback. And Trubisky's having one of the worst stretches I, I've ever seen for a quarterback. And for in a while, I can't remember a worse stretch. I mean, he's just missing every single guy. Uh, he's missed uh, Robinson a few times, and I just don't think that he can do it. He's not. He's. It's gonna be amazing. I mean, how talented is Robinson to make Trubisky look good, though? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's a tough question. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Well, there you have it from Cody Toms for uh, for getting us those fire picks, dude. Fire picks. Um, I love. I loved every single one of them, even if I hate them. I loved them. The Nick Chubb one was a great topic. Moving on, I'm a. I'm a pass the mic over to my boy. Um, if you're a diabetic, you're in luck because this is sugar free, Lucas. Sugar free, break it down for me. Your sitems this week. Sugar free, Lucas. I don't sugarcoat anything. And the first guy on my sleeper list, I got quarterback Ryan Finley, who's taken over for the Cincinnati Bengals. I know some people have been starting to try and get this guy see if he'll do something because of what happened last week when the excuse me when the Broncos rookie quarterback came in and he did well. Um but I don't see the same thing when Brandon Allen did sorry Brandon Allen last week. But I don't see the same thing happening for Ryan Finley. I mean the Ravens are just red hot and just took just recently took down the AFC powerhouse Patriots in commanding fashion. I mean it was just so dominant and although the Ravens are statistically poor against the pass, I don't think that the Bengals have anything going for them on offense. 
no offensive weapons capabilities. They don't show anything on that side of the ball or anywhere, really. To move the ball and just keep pace with the Ravens, I think that it's just going to be – I think Ryan Finley has a lot of volume this game, but it's not going to be productive. And the last time that these teams met, Andy Dalton did not have a passing touchdown, and he threw an interception. So. The Bengals disrespected Andy Dalton, giving – officially saying Ryan Finley was the quarterback – on the bye week and on his birthday, dude. Yeah, that like, was cold-hearted, dude. Oh, it's your birthday. Here's a candle. Well, it your was face during the, can- the bye week too. It I was during the bye. Me. How the hell you lose your job when you don't work? <laughs> Fucking Andy Dalton got a cake that said Ryan Finley is the quarterback. Like uh, that is just disrespectful. Well, I don't like the Bengals at all. They're gonna tank for Tua. It was the Dolphins. Now it's the Bengals. Andy Dalton, the Red Rash, is out of there. They maybe want a new look. They're looking at all these rookie quarterbacks having a great debut. You said it, Brandon Allen, Kyle Allen, uh, Minshew. All these guys are coming off like like superstars. Maybe they think that's going to happen. It's not. A.J. Green is officially ruled out this week. Um, I know you're going to talk about so a couple wide receivers later. Um, and the runner back, too. The whole Bengals team should just sit. But um, I, I just don't like him. I, I haven't seen that much film on him, so maybe I'm not ruling him off. He's from North Carolina State. The only time North Carolina State's good is when it's come to college basketball. So, you know what? I'm going to also say sit on this one. All righty. Moving on to another quarterback. I mean, this man should just be sitting for the rest of the year. Trubisky. Don't let him start if you want to win. I mean, this Bears defense, they're looking – I mean, sorry, Bears team, they're looking against a poor Detroit Lions run defense. So, I think that this is a game for Tariq Cohen to get going. But even though – even then, Tariq Cohen has been inconsistent this year, and I don't think that the Bears have really established an offensive identity. And I think it's too late to establish one. It's just – it's week 10. Um, it's too much of a big order for Trubisky to to go out there and tell, put the game on his shoulders, and I think it's just another safe sit. We talked about this. I, um, You know, we were back and forth with um... – with the Allen Robinson pick, but Trubisky, uh, let's see his stats. He only went for 20 fantasy football points, and it was against the Saints week seven. Other than that, he barely – oh, and Washington week three. But other than those two games, he hasn't cracked 10. Um, this dude's just not the answer. I don't think he's the answer from the get-go. They traded up for this guy. Um, I'm not liking him at all. Like, I don't even like him. I don't even like the way he looks either. And if if you don't look good, then you don't do good. The Bears should have traded for Andy Dalton. That would have been amazing. I think Dalton would have been fine. Yeah, Dalton is a great quarterback. It's just there's it's just the coaching. The Bengals they look good. They had Marvin Lewis, and they kept with Marvin Lewis for fucking like twenty thousand years. Too long, yeah. They held him on too long. They're holding on to Andy Dalton too long. I don't. I think he could be valuable to the to a team like the Bears or maybe even like. The Titans, I think he still has some value. Maybe they could trade for him. They didn't even let him express trade offers, dude. Fuck the Bengals, man. That's so <laughs> fucked up, man. No, it is. They're a terrible that's organization. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, I don't even know where that's at. I can't even spell Cincinnati. So that's how you know you don't want to go there. If you can't spell the fucking city or state or capital, you, you don't want to go there. Fuck that. <laughs> so I don't like uh, – oh, we're talking about Trubisky. I thought we were talking about and Dalton again. Uh, I, I don't like Trubisky. He's the ranked 31st quarterback. That's the second to last quarterback in the league. You have a great defense, horrible offense, waste of talent. 
All right, moving on to another place you don't want to be. Oh, uh, you don't want to be in Cleveland right now. And just Baker and the Browns is completely disappointing. This offense has so much talent, but they just don't have any rhythm, chemistry. For a passing attack, it's just really been Nick Chubb. And hopefully it'll be Kareem Hunt as well this week. But Mayfield, I have said him. He's going against this Bills team. It's been consistently stout on defense and just not any significant indication of them slowing down. And the only redeeming upside for Mayfield is that the rest of their opponents after this game are really poor against the pass. But it is just too late for them to even find their passing game. And who's to say that they'll find it against those poor opponents? I don't know. But this week, definitely sit him down. I just read this stat right now. He hasn't thrown for two touchdowns all year. Goodness. All year. He had three interceptions twice, two interceptions once, and interception in every single game besides last week. What? And this is your starting guy. He has a different face every time. He's he has really a mustache. Bad. He has a mustache. He has handlebars. He has a beard. He has nothing, dude. He's going back home. It's a homecoming that he's not going to like. Uh... I just, oh, God damn, I do not like Baker Mayfield. I, I was never sold on him to begin with. He's Donnie Menzel 2.0. Don't like him. Moving on to hopefully another guy who is not a bust, but it's been hard to figure out. Darnold, Sam Darnold, I mean, when he came back and took down the Cowboys, I thought, damn, this guy has it. He has great value, but his just weekly performances have just been hard to watch, and he just looks worse than a rookie. He's making terrible decisions. I mean, last week against the Dolphins, I don't, I don't know what that was. That performance was bad, and he made the Dolphins look good, and that is just so hard to do. I don't care if he's playing against the Giants. It is just another bad team. You don't know what you're going to get from him, and the Giants have the fifth-best interception rate. That's enough for me to say, Sid Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold has been sacked 37 times this year, which is second most. He doesn't have time to get to his wide receivers. Sam Darnold, Adam Gacy should not be a fucking head coach. That dude looked like he was high. It looks like he was hanging out with Josh Gordon before his press conference <laughs> as introducing as a head coach for the Jets. This dude is just out of the world. He went to a organization, probably to a worse organization. He went to the Dolphins to the Jets, same division. I don't know how he even got a job. He did bad at with the Dolphins. And then he comes to the, the fucking Jets and doesn't even work. They're one and seven. The only one, the Cowboys. They're terrible. He's ranked the 33rd quarterback, so that means every single team has a quarterback and one backup is better than this guy. Uh, 37 times sack, that's nuts. They should invest in an offensive line. They should invest in a whole other team. This dude, I don't like I don't like Sam Darnold. I'm sorry. Adam Gacy is turning that franchise upside down. Yeah, I really do believe so. He's mishandling Le'Veon Bell completely, and that, that is just sad. I think he might be a one-and-done this year, and I wouldn't be a problem with it. Moving on to my last quarterback, though, to wrap it up for the quarterbacks, we have Mason Rudolph, and he's just really a game manager, but he's nothing that is going to be special for the team. I mean, the W's are coming. They're winning. They won the four of their last five, but it's not been because of Mason Rudolph. It's because of their running backs, and Jalen Samuels, we told him to start him last week, and guess what? He performed, and it's just not going to change. This team, the Steelers, have been winning through their running backs. It's not through the air. I'm sorry, Juju. I wish it was, but it's not. Uh, Mason Rudolph might sit. Yeah, um, this guy's just like I'm trying to think of like a Matt Flint. No, Matt Flint actually was pretty. He had some good. He had a good arm. I'm trying to think of a quarterback was just there. He was just there to like hand the ball off. He's and, just a less glorified Tim Tebow. 
uh, Tim Tebow did have some spunk to him. I'm trying to think like of a average fucking quarterback. Maybe like a damn. Maybe like a no. Jay Cutler. He he. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a guy right know. now. Sam Bradford to me comes up. Sam Bradford. There you go. He he was nothing special, but he could get the job done. You know. Yeah. He he could throw for two fifty, but that's his that's his ceiling. Uh, he could throw two touchdowns. That's his ceiling. Um, a lot of people are riding high on him because, you know, oh, they're getting them wins, you know, but like you said, they're going through, they're going through the ground, not through him. And James Conner is out again, I believe. So they're just going to go through Samuels and Snail. So I think this is going to be a run game and I think he's just going to throw for 150, maybe crack 10 points in fantasy. I, I don't, maybe not even that. Yeah. He hasn't been doing too much on fantasy. He's, uh... he's doing better than Baker Mayfield though, please. <laughs> he's not doing much. Not too much. I mean, he only broke 16 points twice, and uh, the rest is just 10 and 11, whatever. Bottom yeah. of the barrel. Moving on, though, that wraps it up for all the quarterbacks for the podcast. We're going to running backs now. The first guy I hate to see on this list again, but Joe Mixon. I'm sorry. It's just need to get him out of there. He's just, not, yeah. uh, just This year just could be credited to poor management, poor organization, and the Ravens have just one of the best run defenses in the league. But I wrote here, Joe Mixon deserves better. He does. He does. Do you agree with this? Oh, that's it? Yes. Um, Joe Mixon, I didn't even know this dude is younger than me. This dude is 23. Oh, I my thought gosh. He's fucking 23 on a shit organization. What the Bengals would do, if I was the Bengals in Madden, I would trade Andy Dalton for whatever I could get. If I could get a fucking fourth-round draft pick, I would do it. I'm not even that. If I could get a seventh round, if I could get three seventh-round draft picks, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll bundle that into a six, get two six, bundle that into a fourth, two fours for a first. Come on, that's Madden. I will trade I will trade AJ Green, Andy Dalton, and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon on any other team, like a like the a fucking what team needs a runner back? Um I feel like there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams. Like the Cardinals. Or because David Johnson's okay, he's all right. Like the fucking, if he could get traded to the Rams, the Rams would be a nice one. I was just looking at that. The one. 49ers, Joe Mixon is so talented. He had a shit. He had a shit offensive line and still was top ten last year. People were riding high on him. I I knew he wasn't going to be good. I seen the offensive line. I seen what they did with it. Nothing. They you know not too much. They got Zach Taylor as a as a head coach. I just the don't Lions like Joe. Need a running back too. The Lions. Oh, I could see Joe Mixon as a line. I can see it right now. I think they should trade their whole core, go into free the 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 uh, free rebuild mode. This Finley guy, hey, you like him? You're starting him. Boom, there's your quarterback. Trade um, you got Tyler Boyd, John Ross. Those are young pieces. Keep those. Trade AJ Green. Um, sell high on him. Sell high on Joe Mixon, and get whatever you can for Andy Dalton, dude. What like literally, if you could get a fucking slice of pizza for Andy Dalton, I would do it. I just don't like Andy Dalton. Oh my um, god. Just anything. Just get rid of – Just they didn't clean house. He's good enough to start somewhere, though. To, like, the Titans or, like – okay, the Titans or yeah, maybe – I said the Bears. And Definitely. the Bears. Titans and Bears are the two top candidates. But, yeah, so I think they should sell high on all those three guys, all, the whole team. All right. Moving on on some guys because this is the whole committee I'm really going to pick on. Uh, David Johnson and the Arizona running backs. I don't care who is in the backfield. They're playing the Bucks, and the Bucks just suck on the pass defense. But their running defense is just impressive. Um, they're just they just shut things down. They're arguably one of the top three 
maybe you can make a case for top one rushing defense, but it's going to be through the air, though. That's why we have Kyler Murray uh, starting and whatever receiver on the Cardinals because it's going to be a shootout for sure. But the running backs are not going to be a non-factor. Uh, okay, this is why I kind of disagree a little bit. The Bucks are great. They great on the on the run. But if there's gonna guy, if there's a guy that's gonna do some work, it's gonna be Kenyon Drake. This dude scored his most fancy football points last week against the 49ers. 28.2, and the 49ers have the best defense. I've been raving on the defense all year. And then now they're against a great another great defense. So I think they'll utilize him through the air more through the ground. Um, or even a little bit of both. So I, I actually have Kenyon Drake. That's probably why I'm saying this. But if I got to start, if I disagree with you, it's going to be this one. I like Kenyon Drake. I mean, I, I could see that happening for sure. Um, I low-key kind of forgot about Drake. But I'm not going to – I still want to stay with my gut because I don't remember the Bucks really getting beat by running backs uh, throughout this whole season. I think it's just been deep balls through the year. And so that's why I'm going to stick with my gut. But I do see that as a possibility. Moving on, the next running back, the biggest running back on my list, Todd Gurley. And I'm sorry, Todd. Sorry. But you, you just haven't been playing good all year. Playing against the Steelers team, that's pretty respectable against the run. Allowed the fifth fewest rushing touchdowns up to this point. And only 3.9 yards per rush. And we're already high on Goff and Cooper Cup. I don't think Gar- Gurley's done nothing all year, and it's just going to be another passing game. Yeah, I mean, he only the good game he had was week four against Tampa Bay. He only rushed for 16 yards but two touchdowns. Seahawks, he had 51 yards but two touchdowns. He savaged those. And then last week, he savaged a 10-point game with one touchdown as well, too. So, yeah, Todd Gurley, people are riding high on him as well. But, you know, my buggers, the nose knows. And I told you, don't get him. He gets too much concern um, circling around him. And I think it's going to be a shootout through the air, not the ground. And I would sit Todd Gurley as well, too. All right, moving on. To the best-looking matchup. I mean, it's just the best-looking game of the weekend. But it's on Monday night. It's going to be Matt Breida, though. He's going to be sitting. Um, he has a tough matchup this week against the Seattle defense that has, you know, like gaping holes in their secondary. I mean, they're, they're, they're solid against the run. They're competent. But this game is just going to be through the air. It's more about Garoppolo trying to feast on this poor secondary. I mean, Jimmy G has six touchdowns, one interception, and a completion percentage of at least 75 in the last two games. He had 80 in the other one. So I think that Jimmy G is really starting to turn it up. I don't like Brita. I think it's it's just the shootout because I think that Russell Wilson is good, Excuse me, is going to pour it on, forcing Jimmy G's hand, forcing the Niners to throw the ball. If, okay, I disagree with this one as well. I'm running on the 49ers. I agree with the Matt Burita sit because I'm going with Tevin Coleman. In this one, he had a, a 37.8 uh, big ma- a game week eight. He did slow down um, against the Cardinals um, last week. He only had 5.6 fantasy football points. But if I had to go with a guy to replace Berea, because I do agree with that one, I would go with Tevin Coleman. I think he is going to be a little factor in this game. A little factor. I think he could crack 15 in this game. But, yeah, I think it's going to be through the air. So, um, well, there's other there's other options. Yeah, than, well, that's than, a tough one, though, guys. because – he, he didn't feast last week against Arizona. Um, he only had 12 carries, 23 yards, and then only two receptions for 13 and only posting five. So I think he's a little inconsistent there, you know. But I do – yeah, I agree with you on that. I will. Yeah, I agree. We'll see, though. We'll see. It's an interesting matchup for sure. I think that we're going to learn a lot about both of these teams. And it'll help – this is going to help a lot of decision-making um, 
from now on between Coleman and Brita. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a shootout through the air. So the running backs not going to be relevant. So I can see it. I can see that happening as well. So all right. Well, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Moving on to the last running back that we got, uh, Kalen Bollage. He's the main back now in Miami. But the Colts are formidable against the run, and I'm just all-around solid defense. And Ballard definitely holds value. I'll give everyone that. Um, people are picking him up. They're high on him. He holds value in PPR leagues. He'll get all the touches. But the Dolphins have the third highest passing rate in the league, and that's just because they are always behind. I think that they could get behind again. The Colts have offensive firepower, and it's just a, po- it's just a possibility, a really good one in my mind, that they're going to be forced to throw the ball again and Ballage is just going to be taken out of the game plan just naturally as the game progresses. I mean, the Colts have been putting up 24 points, 15, and then 30, 19, and then 24, 27, mostly breaking 20 points per game, and they're consistently hitting 30. I think it's enough to get Ballage out of there. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about this before the podcast because um, I just don't think – the Dolphins off, I and mean, they pass a lot. They don't give a fuck. They're slinging that shit. But K- Kalen Ballage, um, people are riding high on him. People are grabbing him. He's probably one of the biggest trending f- waiver wire pickups. But I just don't see. I know people are picking up for maybe next week. Next week, um, they versus Buffalo. Fuck, not even that. Maybe Cleveland. Uh, they got. Well, I, I could see that. I mean, stashing him for later. For stash sure. them, but this week definitely a no. Yeah, I'm agree with you. Stash him. Because he probably has value maybe against the Jets, maybe the Giants, Cincinnati, and then you got New England last game. So he definitely has some value um, come playoff time for fantasy football. But right now, I think it's a definitely sit. I don't like him. I don't like the matchup. Yeah, I think I think I'm completely on board with that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Well, that wraps it up for the running backs. Now the last few wide receivers we got. Again, I'm sorry, but I've been right about him all year. Juju Smith-Schuster. I love you, Juju. So cow guy. But, man, he's just only had one good game, and it came against the Dolphins, and that's when the only game we told him you guys to start him, really. And like we said earlier, I said the winning streak for the Steelers has just been accredited to their running backs, um, and then Juju just doesn't have enough big, big enough role in the offense to just carry him into anyone's starting lineup. Hopefully he can still trade Schuster, though. I mean, his name might be able to just carry him for a trade. Yeah, if, if in, in, uh, yeah he, <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan. Of Juju, I don't know why I should be. He's from USC. Um, he has great talent, but he's ranked 33rd um, in standard and 34th in PPR and league. So you're telling me every single team has what better is better than this guy and a backup is better than this guy. That's what that's what they're saying. So that well, it's because it's you know obviously because they yeah they got yeah quarterback. I'm not saying the talent's not there. I'm just saying because. Oh, Mason Rudolph is there, and, and Big Ben is yeah, out there. That's exactly. why his numbers are low. So I, I don't think you should get – if it's Dynasty, you should definitely not trade him because Big Ben is going to be back next year. Hopefully, hopefully this guy fucking is a tank. Yeah. But you could probably sell high on him. I would. I would sell high on him. I think tomorrow is the last day for trades. Um, So you better get your trades in. I think you should – if you have Juju, who has Juju in our league? Oh, Kevin does? Yeah, Kevin, I think you should trade. Um, You know, I might even shoot for him. Um, But, yeah uh, – yeah, it, I feel bad for the dude. It's just an off season, you know. And then we look back in his career. He's like, "Oh well, he didn't have a good uh, sophomore year or junior year." I'm like, "Well, get Mason Rudolph." So chill, all right. Yeah. He's supposed to be. He's still on pace to at least hit his rookie numbers. So, um, I, I mean, there's definitely games there to stash him, though. I mean, there's a Bengal game. 
There's yeah. a Jets game and a Cardinals game. I think those are the games you have to look for, and they're later on in the season. So, I mean, that's just whatever you are at this point. But this week, definitely sit them. Moving on, I got Roby Anderson. And how could you expect Anderson to produce when we have Sam Darnold sitting? And the way that Darnold's been playing lately, I just – I'm sorry, Roby. I like your name. It's really cool, really unique. But I don't like sitting you – or starting you this week. This dude looks like uh, OBD with his fucking profile picture on Sleeper app. He got the fucking Kodak black hair and shit. Um, we're riding low, like a low, like with the low rider with no hydraulics w- with the Jets. I don't like Sam Darnold. It's a, it's really a risky start. It's kind of like dating me. It's a risk. You get your heart broken, or I'm the love of your life. So I mean, it's up and down. I'm gonna go down on this one. He only had one hundred yard game, and that was against Dallas. That crazy New York miracle. And then before the that game where he got a touchdown too. And week two, he had 81 yards. Other than that, 23, 11, 16, 10, 43, 33. Um, he hasn't cracked 50 other than those two games. I don't, I don't see. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't see that happening. He had a game over 13 when Darnold struggles. It's not yeah. be another one. Moving on. Oh my gosh. This breaks my heart. Cause I've been trying to, I've been trying to get this prediction right all year, and I just haven't. John Brown, god damn it, John Brown. I mean, look, you're a bit, you're a good wide receiver for the Bills, but it just doesn't has just not translating into fantasy points. I mean, Brown's last few games he's had very favorable man, matchups, but he hasn't broken 12 points in the last two weeks against the Eagles and Redskins, who he could definitely beat through the air. Three weeks ago he had 19, but that came against the Dolphins. He hasn't broke the 100 mark yard mark since week one. And it looks like he might not be able to take advantage of another good matchup this week against the Browns. I mean, it's just too low scoring for me to want to start this man. I know there's better options somewhere else. I'm going to disagree with you. I think this is a game he's going to have a shot. Cleveland is just fucking – Is I think they're beatable in the past defense. He leads the team in receiving yards and tar- uh, I think believe targets as well. I think he's going to get the most out of it. I think he can at least crack 80 yards and a touchdown. If, if it's going to be any game, I think it's going to be this week and next week because he got Miami. Um, week 11. Oh, shit. It's a tough matchup on the way there. God damn. They got Denver, Dallas, Baltimore, Pitt, Pats, Jets. God damn. That's a tough road for the Bills. Um, so I think he should play in week 10, 11. And then um, I don't think he's going to have any value after that. But John Brown, I love John Brown. 20th ranked in Standard League and 18th ranked in PPR League via Sleeper app. Um, I like John Brown. I know you like John Brown, too. You don't think he's going to get a, a good game, but I think this week he is. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I mean, that's fair, but I think that them Singletary is the game for him to feast. We already talked about it, and I just looking at the numbers again and again, I think that I think that John Brown is just going to have another John Brown game where he just stays around 10 points because, because the running game is there and they don't really need him. And that's just how I feel. But we'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong about John Brown. Because I want, I want to be right, but he's out of my starting lineup this week. Okay. All right, moving on. Devontae Parker. I mean, this guy's a talented kid. He reminds me a lot of uh, Kenyon Drake when he, when he spent his time in Miami. Just wasted there. He had a nice game, though, last weekend when he scored 15 points. And some people are on him. I think that 15 points is a ceiling, though. And this is he's just really limited to Miami. And he doesn't have a big boom potential at all, I think, to warrant him a start. I mean, Indianapolis is good enough to just limit Parker to 15 points again. And if you're really desperate for your 15, go ahead. But I think there's way better options out there. There's – okay, so I'm kind of split on this one as well. 
if Preston Williams is unable to play, um, I think you should definitely look at Devontae Parker. It's Preston Williams. Um, I had to be bold with it. Yeah, yeah, you, you bold with it. I, I respect that. No, um, Devontae Parker is leading. I'm trying to read this. Uh, leads the team in targets. But if Preston Williams is a rookie, he got injured, though. So if Preston Williams is playing, I think you should chill on Devontae Parker unless you're, like, extremely desperate because they, they are the third most passing team, like you said. But if Williams is not playing, I think Devontae Parker could be a sleeper. He could step into that sleeper role. And I think he, he could definitely be a wide receiver three if you have a deep wide receiver um, league. Maybe a flex, but, like, there's other options out there. But it's kind of a desperate move. But if Williams is out, I think you should definitely consider him. And you have a day to consider him, so. I mean, I'm looking at, though, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And oh, only, fuck Ryan Fitzpatrick. He only plays well against bad defenses. I mean, I don't see him performing good enough to get the win at the, Indianapolis. The value's there, though. If Williams is out, do you agree? If William, Preston Williams is out and Devontae oh, yeah. Parker I mean, plays, yeah, I'm the value's gonna, there. I'm not going to deny the value. But but I just don't think that we've had him uh, you know, have a huge game enough to, to say that the value's there. I think there's been better matchups. For the Dolphins elsewhere, and that they're they're just having have Devonte Parker do good enough to say, all right, you know what, he has another big boom opportunity this week. So That's we'll agreeable. see. We'll see gonna be, yeah, we'll, we'll see hold, in that one. Hold me accountable to that one. I'll hold. I, I will. I definitely will. All right. Moving on to the last guy we're going to talk about on this podcast, uh, Tyler Boyd, and he's another Bengal. I'm sorry, Bengals. It's like I'm picking on you all freaking podcast, but I am, and and it's well deserved. It's because Finley will be throw, forced to throw in order to start and try and keep up with the Ravens' insane uh, scoring pace. But it's just not enough for me to start Boyd. I don't see Boyd. Um, he had his biggest games when he had 10 receptions, at least 10 receptions. But these last uh, teams, the last teams that played Boyd was held to only 10 yards and four fantasy points. Those were his lowest of the year. Um, I'm just... I just think that the recent performances are enough for me to say nah. And that was against Baltimore, too. So I think it's just going to be a repeat performance. I agree with this one. Um, I think that he's going to get a lot of targets thrown to him, but that Ravens defense is tough. They're going to get to Finley. He's a, I think Finley's a rookie, I, if I'm not mistaken. But it doesn't, doesn't really matter who's throwing it. I think they're going to shut shit down. And uh, I think the Ravens are going to roll over, roll all over them, flock over that ass. And, um, yeah, I'm not like Tyler Boyd. I'm going to agree with you on this one. Hell, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Another fancy football. Thank God it's Fancy Football Friday podcast with my boy, Diabetic Lucas. How you doing? Where can they find you on social media to hold you accountable to these picks? Talk shit to me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. There you go. Um, I tag him in all my shit, so if you follow me, you definitely know who this guy is. Um, go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy David, both on Instagram and Twitter. I'm usually popping during the day and simping at night, so you can relate <laughs> to both. Um, sports Guy David on both. Go ahead and follow the Fantasy Sports Cave on any single social media outlet. I'm talking Facebook, um, Moco Space, MySpace, um, Pinterest. We got fucking everything, I swear to God. So go ahead and follow us. Go ahead and follow the Jack Boys. That's my boy. Any uh, Charger, Jack Boy, or Pearl, if you're a Charger fan, and if you're still listening, go ahead and um, go and follow those accounts because uh, we have a lot of cool stuff going on. And I also got um, some exciting news I'm going to announce pretty soon here, so keep updated to that. So there you have it. 
Sports Guy David and Sugar Free Lucas. I'm out.